Hello and welcome to Talktales, a comedy podcast exploring stories from behind and beyond the bar. We're your hosts. I'm Shauna. I'm Matt. And we got I, me. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Who the heck are you? Hey guys, it's me. It's Adele. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. We are doing this thing into the 2020s. The roaring 20s. The roaring. Oh, it's the be roar. Roaring. Yes. Yes. It is so appropriate that we are going into this. 2020 first episode drinking some amazing gin is it a bathtub gin it is not okay. a bathtub gin <laughs> okay good excuse either way excuse me ma'am either way <laughs> yes. i'd be down well uh, for anyone who doesn't know back in the 20s uh in the last uh the century, last 20s the, the last, last 20s the last 20s <laughs> there there was a little thing called prohibition that kind of like took in and so that that's a little history there for your ears and uh, they were making gin out of bathtubs at that point, but not this gin. Not this gin. No, I uh -uh. have a feeling just from looking at it, it's uh, quite a bit better than that. Exponentially so, maybe. But yeah. I'll, Should I'll, I pour you some, Matt? I would love that. You some? <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> Let's do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah so, so moving into like the roaring 20s and this amazing gin, it is like so exciting to me to introduce our first guest this year. Wow. I know. I, I'm excited. Such an honor. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, I'm honored that you're here. Thank you. Because it was a whole year ago in the in the 19s, <laughs> <laughs> right? 19. The 19. Yeah. One whole year. The, the teens. In the, te in the <laughs> teens, <laughs> when I met you. And oh, have we grown? Oh, have we? Grown. Oh, how we have grown! But oh my goodness, oh, that sounds amazing. So fancy. Look at our look at our mixtress mix. It's literally just gin and ice, but I feel like I'm okay it's with it. So delicious, it doesn't need anything else. Um, yeah. yeah, well, so what sh what our mixtress is doing is stirring this amazing, I'll do it, I'll do it right now, introduction, Grey Whale Gin. Woo! Yeah, I'm so freaking excited. If you haven't heard of Grey Whale Gin, then get out from under your uh, bed. <laughs> <laughs> bed, rock, wherever you're living. <laughs> get into the new well, decade. It's yeah. 2020. Wake up. Get out of your bed. <laughs> And drink some bomb ass gin. The sun is out. The birds are chirping. The whales Depending are on swimming. where you live, right here in LA, that's what's happening. And we're drinking very well gin. And we actually have the master distiller. And I'm so, so excited and, and, Filled with sunshine myself, we have Marsh Mokhtari, the co-founder of Greywell Gin. Well, hello. Cheers. Nice Cheers. to see you all. Pleasure. Yay. Thank Likewise. you so much for being here and oh, spending time with us. It's an honor. Thank you. Oh, it's our honor. <laughs> no, we're no, going to We're taking it. We <laughs> want it. You take we, that. <laughs> we, want this, we want this honor so bad. Um, yeah, so we, st we just started sipping on this stuff, and this stuff is kind of blowing my mind a little bit. Well, thank you. Yeah, we um, look, I mean, this gin is, um, is born out of a true love for California and it's, uh, it, it's called the gray whale for a big reason. Um, the gray whales actually hug the California coastline. You know, they, they're actually born down in Mexico. They're born in a, a little lagoon in Baja and then they hug the coast. Um, the longest known migration to mankind, 12,000 mile migration. These, uh, beauties go all the way to the Arctic and, come back so we thought it was only fitting to create a a gin to celebrate this crazy long journey i'm tr trying it right now and i'll tell you what i'm going on a personal journey as i <laughs> sip it a journey of of exploration of my mouth thank you a journey <laughs> of exploration 
it's, it's, on the coast of delicious. Yeah. Well, thank you. Down Look, I mean, every delicious. one of the uh, botanicals are actually hand foraged along that migratory path. So that's why it's called the gray whale. Oh, do tell. Shall well, we go on a journey? I think we should. Mm. Should we go and <laughs> hop into my 1971 VW bus with a beautiful whale tail on the back? No, but I'm, I'm quite serious, though. Go, go, to, go to Instagram and look us up, uh, at gray whale gin, and you'll see that 1971 VW bus. Oh, awesome. That's amazing. I, I so do drive that around L.A. So if you, if you see it, it's... Honk at you. Ooga. <laughs> Honk and give me the shaka. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the whales are born in, in a, in a gorgeous protected UNESCO site. It's called San Ignacio Bay. And they've been doing this for 30 million years. It is arguably one of the most sublime, amazing places you could ever go to because these whales will quite literally come up to the boat and uh, and let you pet them. And I've never, I, I, don't, I don't know of another place on planet Earth where a creature of this magnitude will just come up willingly and allow you to pet them. It, it is, it's just that's crazy. We'll bring I, you to tears. So what you're saying is you've actually touched a gray whale. I've touched many gray whales. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, I can't even. And, I want to touch a gray whale. I've well, been there. It's pretty magical. Adele, you've really? touched a gray whale? I, I mean, I was like 10, and I was really scared to do so, but it's one of my biggest regret in life is that I didn't <laughs> pet the whale when it came up. But you guys are touching my heart right now. We should go there. <laughs> Road trip. We should. We oh should. My God. Let's all pile into the, the bus. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Auga, let's yeah. go. I'm up for this. What kind of trip? <laughs> well, look, I so, mean, when you're creating something called the gray whale and it's from Mexico, it, when you smell this gin, the very first thing you smell is citrus. And that, that's for a reason. You know, we, my wife and I, gosh, I mean, we're talking almost two years of trying to get this recipe right and 152 recipes. I went on a kind of a Willy Wonka crazy deep dive into distillation. I mean, we distilled everything from Baja Pasilla chilies to poblanos to jalapenos. I mean, you name it. What, is, what does Baja mean in a, in a flavor and how do you taste it? So we, we kind of went all over the place, cumin. I mean, we, we started putting all the spices that you would put in tacos and then we went right back to it's limes, dude. What, stop yep. overthinking mm-hmm. it. So we hand zest our limes. They're from Baja. And, and that's that citrus component you get right off the bat. And then as this whale starts to migrate, right around spring break is when they start to take off. They go so to the Arctic. So do we turn on our VW <laughs> bus? <laughs> Chugging along. <laughs> Here we go, guys. Let's go. Buckle up. <laughs> and then we head all the way up to Big Sur. And, and that's where we get the heart of this gin. That's where our, our juniper berries are from. Uh, those are Juniperus californica. They're, they're Californian juniper berries. They're much bigger than regular juniper berries. They, they have almost a, a cedar component to them. Mm, I get that, yeah. It's, it's a very delicate, um, balanced gin. That um, There's six botanicals listed on the front of this bottle. And, you know, the, the blue color and the iconic whale tail on the front, it just... Um, you know, it takes you on a, and I don't know if you've noticed this, but the, there's a California coastline right in the middle of that whale tail. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I've been following this journey right now. Yeah. Like, I love it. It has little dots for, and I'm assuming for like ingredient. Exactly like, right. Yeah, yeah man. That's oh, so cool. cool. Yeah. I didn't even notice that before. Yeah. Oh I, my well, gosh. my wife designed it. And, you know, the fluke of the whale is often referred to as uh, its thumbprint by scientists. They can tell which kind of whale it is. Oh, that's right. And if you look at that logo, it's kind of got a thumbprint component to it but oh it my also, gosh but it yeah. also has a bit of a topography component it's got she's a map a feel genius right yeah she's also gorgeous <laughs> Aww. Aww. You're, you're touching my heart again <laughs> nailing it <laughs> <laughs> all right so we we 
we belly, bellied up into the uh, into heart Big Sur. Of, of the yeah. heart of Big Sur yeah. and, uh, and then, got some juniper berries and enjoyed the amazing view. I got a little cold there because a little chilly on that coastline. It can be. Uh, so I put on my jacket and then turned off the heat of our VW bus. Here we go, folks. <laughs> and then we stick our big toe down and we head on up to... Santa Cruz. And that's actually where we hand forage our um, boardwalk. There you go. <laughs> Shauna, have you heard of Santa Cruz? I'm from there. Yeah. Yeah. Grab your skateboard, get on the Big Dipper. Uh, it's called the Giant Dipper there, but anyone from Santa Cruz calls it the Big Dippers. So there's a little inside loke talk there for you. Uh, and and get some mint. And let's go get some mint. <laughs> Which is what's there. <laughs> we're getting yeah oh yeah so yeah, well we took a stop and took we ha- you have to go on the big dipper you gotta go there. There. yeah yeah, yeah. so because then after the big dipper then we got in the back of the vw bus and got mint and we go a little bit further up to pescadero it's actually pescadero where we get our mint uh from sims organic family farms and uh they, they grow a little patch just exclusively for us oh it's amazing yeah it's um they're, they're great if you get a chance pop in and Go say hello. And and then look, we get would back get into the bus. Would it weird if I was rolling in the mint? It might, yes. <laughs> I, I, I would, we would get I think very would. upset about it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, say, that's my mint. Yeah. What are you doing, Shauna? <laughs> <laughs> this, this is a Shauna batch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair, fair, fair. I will not roll right, touche, in the mint. <laughs> you could pick some and roll it. <laughs> well, then we get back into the bus, Shauna, and we're going to go up to uh, Sonoma. That's where the distillery is. We're, we're right in uh, Sebastopol. And right outside the distillery is this beautiful little uh, Christmas tree farm. And that's where we hand forage. Well, actually, we don't have to. The farmers do. They, they tip these uh, Christmas trees into triangular shapes. So we get the very tips. We deneedle them. And we use those fir trees in, in this gin as well. That's amazing. That's the uh, craziest thing. That's super cool. Because otherwise yeah. we go to the trash and also. Or, yeah. The but, symbiotic relationship of all like of distilling in general i feel at least as i've been learning it is kind of crazy how every there's like different ways you get ingredients and a lot of times it's it's through some relationship or something like that with like a farm or or just like neighbors or something like that or the really relationship cool. with christmas trees not being real yeah, yeah. have to trim them Adele, to that shape are you having are you having a problem here well, i'm just like what are you gonna tell me next is santa claus isn't real <laughs> yes he is oh, thank you so i want to know what the conversation with that farmer was when they were like so what are you with those those needles uh, hey we, you gonna eat that <laughs> so uh, so i see you're get, discarding those needles <laughs> it was it was kind of funny juniper berries are piney and the christmas trees or uh, fir trees they're piney obviously but they have a very different flavor profile once you distill it it, it becomes almost cooling it's uh it's got a mentholy slight menthol but really pleasing component so when you mix them with Juniper berries, and, and that's the beauty of, of gin. The, the way you make gin is you start out with a base spirit, like a vodka, and you distill it. And what does that mean? You, you turn it into a vapor, and it goes through the line arm, and we condense it. So we add the botanicals either during distillation. There's a few different ways you can make gin, but we put our botanicals directly into the solution and above the solution. So the essential oils all come off during this one-shot London dry-style distillation. It's the hardest way to make gin, but it's the right way to make it. And uh, when we were distilling the juniper berries from California, it had such a cedar component, and yet the other kind of juniper berries from Italy had a 
a, a really um, familiar London dry type mm-hmm. flavor profile. When we added the fir trees, it, it softened it and mm. it made it, um, it was still very juniper pronounced. And as you can tell, when you taste this gin, it's right there in your face. It's juniper, but because of the fir trees, it almost softens it. But because the gray whale spends so much time up in the Pacific Northwest, we wanted that Pacific coastal kind of pininess to come through. And uh, I think it does. It yeah. definitely does. Did you did you expect that to happen when you distilled it like that? We or? were hoping for a, a look. We we kind of thought about three stages. You've got you've got Baja, where you're from. This is and it's very important where you're from. You know, you're from Santa Cruz. You you wear the vans. She never you, tells us about it. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm from England. That's where this weird accent is from. But it's it's such a defining part of who I am. That's why a defining part of this gin is the limes. It's it's right there. It's loud. It's proud. But then there's the middle part of this epic journey it takes. And that middle part has to have juniper. And that's where the big, you know, handful of Californian Big Sur Juniper is right there, loud and proud. The rest of it, there was one more area that all the other botanicals kind of harmonize and they make this perfect. But the big part up in the Pacific Northwest, the Piney region, that's where it it really goes from Oregon through to Washington and up into Alaska. And a lot of what it sees is pine trees, coastal pines. So we wanted that kind of three acts to to be loud and proud in this gin and, and truly to celebrate that journey. But we got in the water at, you know, right at the end, we, we added two botanicals. One is kombu sea kelp and the other one is almonds. They both. Which neither I've ever heard of in a gin. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, look, the, the, let's go to the almonds. First of all, the almonds, uh, if you're a chef, you, you typically start out by putting fat in a pan. Italian cuisine is olive oil. Uh, French cuisine, usually it's butter or cream with our gray whale gin. Where do you get your fat component? How do you uh, and, and really, truly, we were thinking of this as a as a food, as a how do you excite parts of the tongue when you're crafting something for the first time? It's it's sort of difficult to to think that way. But I, we knew we wanted a bit of salty, sweet umami. And where do you get that umami? Where do you get the mouthfeel? And the mouthfeel comes from the almonds. It gives it a creamy, delicate mouthfeel. And then the um, umami section is the kombu sea kelp. So we got into the water and uh, and added this. Well, I mean, it, it couldn't be gray whale gin unless we got under the water, right? That's <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, you, the way you speak, it seems like you have a little bit of a culinary background. Like it's, you know, you have you have the whole like flavor profiles down and everything. Well, well thank you. Uh, well, do tell. I, I used to. I used to <laughs> yeah, I used to host a show on the Food Network called Extreme Chef, and uh, I've worked in kitchens. Uh, I wouldn't call myself a chef. I, I'm I'm a pretty good cook. And uh, I could certainly handle Thanksgiving. And <laughs> but, <laughs> but you but, were exposed to like yeah, so much of I, this. I was exposed to some of the best chefs in the world. And, and when you sit down with people like Thomas Keller or Michael Voltaggio or whoever, I mean, they, they all seem to have a deep, deep passion for flavors. And that's why when we started playing with why, why do we do a gin? What, what's, what's the origins? And I can get into all that. I mean, sitting on a cliff edge and big sir coming up with this idea with my wife on a on a little camping trip and um all the way back to how do you incorporate the entire state of california in one spirit and that's what our company is called you see it's called the golden state distillery and uh, our first and only product is gin and gin is essentially just a base spirit with flavors so we could go from all the way from the Mexican border to the Oregon border and everywhere in between. And 
our picking ground was giant. And that's probably why it took two and a half years and 152 recipes to get to this point. But it makes sense. Everything, all the components, mm-hmm. the concept, even the bottle, the beautiful baby it, yeah. blue seafoam bottle and the incredible that's, design. That's a good color. All of it, the story behind it, the whales, everything just makes sense. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Thank you. It's it's fantastic. For And forever comes and sees this bottle on the back of the bar, it's undeniable. You 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 can't not see it. It's, <laughs> it's real, a beautiful really, bottle. Yeah. yeah. And like it, kudos to your wife uh, who you. created it. Like seriously. Like, so I got, a, I got a couple funny stories to tell you about that. First of all, when we, when we started, we, we went with a gray bottle, as you would think, right? Gray whale mm-hmm. gin. You go, oh, let's go with a gray bottle. It just blended into the background. Yeah. I, mean, mm-hmm. I went into uh, a Ralph's right by my office in Manhattan Beach, and uh, and Ralph's, if you're listening, uh, I'm sorry, but I, 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 <laughs> I Ralph, a, hey Ralph, <laughs> <laughs> Ralphie, uh, I actually had a I had a prototype bottle that didn't have any uh, any writing on the back of the bottle. It just had the front logo that you can see right now, and and actually back then it had jalapenos written on it because that was something that we thought was going to be, and it didn't make it obviously into the final iteration of Grey Whale Gin, but I put it on a shelf and I waited in the, uh, the gin aisle. It took about 25 minutes of waiting. <laughs> and finally this lady came in with a shopping cart and she reached up, grabbed Hendrix and then put Hendrix back down and reached for the blue bottle because I put it right next <gasps> to Hendrix uh-huh. and she grabbed it and my heart went, <gasps> I, I skipped a beat and she looked at it, spun it around, saw that there was nothing written on the back. That didn't phase her. And by the way, I filled it with water. No uh, kidding. No. This is so smart. <laughs> and she put it in her basket. And then I ran over and, uh, excuse me, I'm the found, co-founder of this gin and here's my card. And by the way, it's full of water and you cannot buy this. <laughs> That's <laughs> I, so smart. That is though. so genius. It, yeah. it worked. Um, we put the gray one up there and I waited for almost two hours and nobody, I mean, I walked around the store. I didn't mm-hmm. want to be a creepy like a guy creeper just yeah. staring at <laughs> the gin aisle. <laughs> yeah. It's like a horror movie, just like it's sped up. You're just like kind of moving back and forth. <laughs> behind Through the, the shelves. Yeah. Just like... <laughs> No, it's it's a it's, it's like a, Marsh. We need to talk about this. <laughs> that's that's. I mean, that's honestly like what more of an honest consumer than somebody who is at Ralph's. You know what I mean? Where like they, it's not about talking to a bartender. It's not about like making a choice of the markup of going to a bar where you're like, okay, well, like thirteen dollars for a gin pour or whatever. Like it's kind of. I don't know, whatever, $13, you're going to pick something you already know because it's $13 versus maybe at a store. You get to experiment a little bit and pick something that you're going to spend a little bit more, but like cheaper down the line, but sometimes it's going to be at your house or Mm -hmm. to a party. Yeah. And what more of an honest consumer than that to be like, ooh, what's this blue bottle? Yeah. You know? Absolutely. It's an attention grabber for sure. And and like, and the, the, I'm sure we'll post a picture of it, but the the image is really like great. (laughs) I like, I like the, it's, it's like simple, but, it, like it says a lot when you really look. Well, at it's it. like one of those things that the more you pay attention to, the more details you pick up, and then when you real you start, you know, you get the the migration, the California coast, the, mm-hmm. the California concept. It. Yeah, yeah. And it's like oh, oh, I see. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, wow, that's really cool. Yeah, that's Thank awesome. You. Yeah, Thank it's you. there's a couple of things that you can't see. Um, the paint is organic. Uh, the, the cork is 100% biodegradable. It's actually a real cork. Oh. We uh, we thought a lot about this. And, you know, we, we got two little girls, my wife and I. And when we launched this, we launched it with um, a purpose. And, and you can see, if you spin the bottle around, you'll see that uh, we have the Oceana logo. Mm-hmm. Oceana is one of the biggest uh, maritime protection companies in the world, not not-for-profits. Um, so we we support them implicitly with everything we've done. And 
I'm very proud to say we actually changed the law in California with our support with Oceana. We actually banned drift gillnet fishing off the Yay. state, off the coast. Nice. So and cool. for That's a little great. company that was started on the, you know, the cliff edges of Big Sur, and it feels, <laughs> feels pretty good. I mean, but if anything's going to come to you, it's going to come to you in the cliff of Big Sur because it's such a beautiful place. Got well, it. it's yeah. funny that you mentioned that. Like, you keep, I've heard you say that a couple times, uh, Cliffs of Big Sur. Like, what was, like, how did that inspiration happen? Well, good, good question. So we were... We're on a camping trip, uh, you know, my wife and I, and I, you know, we, we just come off a, a little trip in Napa where they treat you very well. If you're a Food Network host, they give you some of the best <laughs> wines, but job perks. Yeah, yeah. job perks. <laughs> but it was pretty obvious. Why is nobody distilling this wine? It, it was weird that where's our brandy trail? You know, Kentucky has a bourbon trail. Where's our brandy trail? We've got enough red wine. It, it was just strange to us, uh, but it kind of fell to the back of the, the mind. Now we're on the cliff edges of Big Sur seeing whales breach. And, you know, when you're not having to worry about making money, the gravitational pull is away and you can just think clearly. And, and you start to have those moments when you're on vacation. You're like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> I host shows. I know it sounds like bar humbug, but Dude, it's not my words that I'm speaking half the time. It's right. somebody else's words, and I'm hosting a show that sometimes I don't necessarily want to be hosting. <laughs> but how do you how do you create something that's a wee bit bigger than yourselves that can maybe protect this Californian coastline that our children could be proud of? So that's why you make choices like organic paint and the the biodegradable cork and ethically sourcing every one of our botanicals from GMO-free corn, which is the base that goes into this spirit. Um, that's been a fun ride, you know, and, and, and I think there's some, some kind of bravery with naivety not knowing anything about the booze business that we went in this kind of not knowing anything. And, uh, for whatever reason, it's kind of standing out and, um, it, it's going to be in 17 States, by the way, by April. That's Hell yeah. Congratulations. I know it's, <laughs> it's crazy. Going back to the sitting on the cliff of Big Sur, there was gray whales. Yeah. Reaching yeah. and. Your, your family's camping and I just, I think it's just like a very, um, perfect scenario. Romantic. Oh, very fitting. Very yeah. romantic moment. It was, sure. um, it was unplanned. It was just a conversation while you're camping. And, um, and I never thought it was going to lead me on a four year journey. <laughs> and I'm here. And by the way, I don't host TV shows anymore. Um, the last thing you would have seen is a Geico commercial where I'm beating up bad guys. And my mom calls me and says, the squirrels are back in the attic. That's the last <laughs> thing I did. I'm very happy to say. Uh, so I'm, like, I'm, I'm like, that sounds very familiar. That's, to me. <laughs> and, and thankfully I'm, I'm kind of done with the entertainment industry and, and this has been full steam ahead. And I'm, I'm thrilled to. Until you came on this podcast. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> is, is this and we pulled yeah. you back I in. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> That's really, I'm really just cool. joking. Uh, so for me, I just want to like kind of just briefly talk about it. Like my personal experience with it. Uh, we, we met like, uh, yeah, uh, your bar at yeah, my bar in about a year ago. That's right. And it was just such, such a funny, like awesome encounter because I was just bartending and I see uh marsh over in the corner. He's, waiting kind of in the dining room with a beautiful bottle of of i didn't know what but it's blue yep. and i like pretty things <laughs> so i i kind of like walking by and i'm like kind of like eyeballing like what well, who's this guy what is that what has he got in his hand and i like walk by and then i walk back by and i was like hey how's it going who are you you know and like and uh and you, and you commented on the bottle you went oh that is gorgeous what's that 
<laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, what, what is that? What do you, what do you got there? You know, because I mean, somebody who's been this in the bar industry for so many years, uh, I feel like I've seen a lot of brands, labels, bottles, amazing juice, like, you know, all of the above. But it, it caught my eye, you know, oh, which ahead. is really cool. And then like, yeah, so like striking up a conversation, fast forward, you know, or I'm like, oh, my God, this is also really, really cool. You got to come on this podcast. This was a year ago. And then fast forward now after all, you know, all the things in our lives, we're sitting here and I just think it's like really cool. And I'm really glad that you were able to, or I guess we all were able to kind of make this thing happen. I'm thrilled. Yeah. I'm thrilled. And I'm thrilled you chose gin as your first 2020 alcohol. Is that yeah. cool? <laughs> I'm glad we chose this gin. Definitely. It's the 20s. It makes sense. <laughs> it really does. But do you think you'll ever make... Gin in a bathtub <laughs> this, in this decade? I've, I've never made gin in a bathtub. I don't know if I will. Um, uh, just drink it. My friend made gin in their bathtub. Well, speaking of the 20s, you know, we went through this crazy thing called prohibition. And in our infinite wisdom, when we repealed it in, in, in America, we, uh, we created something called a three-tiered system. But it is the most bananas. Well, basically what a three-tiered system is, you can either supply it, you can make it, you can be a distributor, or you can be a retail outlet. And, and in our infinite wisdom, we said, you know what? We're not going to have an Al Capone running the whole gamut anymore. We're not going to have speakeasies. Sad, I know. Mm -hmm. but And we're not going to have gangsters running the whole thing. But what, what makes absolutely no sense is I could roll a joint right now and smoke it, but I cannot go and buy a six-pack of Budweiser and distill it right here. It's, what is it's like a source thing. It's like a weird backwards. It's it's yeah. It's crazy. The, I mean, and then California, I feel like it's a little bit more lenient too, as far oh, as yeah. distillation laws and distributing laws and stuff too. Because they have like the old East Coast laws, right? Blue like, laws. Blue laws. And, yeah. That's right. I mean, the whole thing is wild. Yeah. That, I, mean, I feel like we could deep dive into that whole thing. Totally. Yeah. How antiquated it all is. Do we even want to remember? Hmm. <laughs> I mean, we live with it every day. That's true. <laughs> it's true. Um, I blame the Rockefellers. Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> Rockefellers. They did it. <laughs> Those <laughs> rich bastards. <laughs> no, but, but really, it, it was them. The but, but in reality. But, but really. not really. Real talk. Real talk. Hashtag fuck the Rockefellers. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Put that on my bumper sticker. <laughs> Bring it the, back. The yeah. national distillers like hashtag. No, but, but, uh, but really, do you want to get into this? We'll get into it. Because way back in the day, so the Rockefellers had um, distillation equipment all over Los Angeles. Uh, it, it's they're called refineries. That's what they were doing at the time. But people were dying. They were burning themselves. So what you would do is take your oil to the Rockefellers and they would distill it or fractionally distill it and make gasoline, petrol, and asphalt. And they're the ones that started putting roads right across this country. And that's when Detroit started making the automotive. And there was two fuels available to them, by the way. One was alcohol. The other one happened to be gasoline. Gasoline, if you, if you just look at those two things burning, one of them burns with big, big, black, nasty carbon. The other one blends, burns with a blue, totally clear flame. And by the way, what do we make a lot of in the Midwest in corn? Nebraska, my wife's from Nebraska, by the way. We make a lot of corn and we make some great bourbon out of that. We could have completely stayed out of the Middle East. So fuck the Rockefellers. <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> fuck the Rockefellers. <laughs> Meanwhile, they got rich and rich and rich. And oh, yeah. So they played rich. the game. Oh, oh. Well, damn them. Yes. We could have so much cool distilling stuff going on. But if on. I run for president, I'm going to have, <laughs> I'm gonna have personal distillation by, by equipment distil in everybody's house. house. Yeah. Distillation platform. Take your, take your 
used waste from your your kitchen and it's distill it amazing. and run your car on yeah, it. Yeah, oh, that'd be awesome. Carrot strips. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh my god, my my garden would look so different. That would be so damn. My crudite wouldn't be like any other. (laughs) Oh, this is a gin town now. Trying to make America full of gin. Make America gin again? Yeah, there you go. (laughs) How did I not not connect those words together? Make America gin again. We gotta write these things out. Let's make some hats. There you go. The marketing will be with the whale on top. That'd be perfect. You should get the the, the MAGA hat. The but blue, blue, yeah. blue with a well tail. Yeah. Make America gin again. <laughs> Make America gin again. <laughs> Special edition whale tail on the back. Just like a flap oh my on God. the back. For the... Collector's item. This, yeah. this is how great things happen, guys. <laughs> Genius. You you, yep. had, you had Big Sur. We have this dingy podcast studio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see so clearly. <laughs> That's what gin does to you. Exactly. Yes. Okay, so we went on a road trip, right? We did. How does everyone feel? Are we, Great. We feel good. Yeah, a little car sick, but good. Feel my educated. hair's a little. My hair's been blown by the the, <laughs> the, the ocean breeze. breeze. Yeah. breeze. Uh, it's a little frazzle. But your iPhone is full of beautiful pictures. Oh <laughs> my gosh, we're gonna <laughs> post them. Instagram we're gonna post them. We are unlike anything else. Um, yeah. We've gone through a journey with Gray Whale Gin as. Long, almost as long as the gray whales journey themselves <laughs> in this in this podcast time frame where what what's gray whales future where's well, it going to migrate i want the world to taste california in a glass um it's a taste of the pacific really and and there's a reason we listed all six botanicals on the front of the bottle i i, I love 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 gin gin is going through we're going through a genesis right now a genesis if you like um europe is exploding with gins and the the wonderful thing about gin is you you can quite literally taste your way around spain with a gin mari you can taste your way across, all over europe all over india everywhere in the world has its own gin flavor profile but i want to well, I, where, where are we going to go with this? I, I, I want everyone, everybody to taste Great Whale Gin. <laughs> I want my brother to be able to buy it in, in the UK as, as kind of a personal goal. Um, uh, yeah, the whole of America is going to have it by the end of uh, 2020. Yes. Uh, we have, um, we've just signed a nice partnership with a, uh, a global distributor that's going to take us all across the country. And, uh, and towards the latter part of 2020, we'll be going international. Uh, so fingers crossed. Hopefully she migrates all over the world. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Oh my gosh. Sure, it will happen that'd for so sure. Cool. I, oh. I hope that happens too. Thank you. I think everyone will, it'll be a treat for everyone to taste what California is producing. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. And and more to the point, you know, we're 1% for the planet certified. So that means 1% of all sales minimum goes to ocean conservation and the one uh, partner we've chosen is Oceana. So if this thing does go global, we're going to be making a huge impact in uh, in ocean conservation. That's and amazing. from what I know, um, the ocean is suffering. Oh, it's so, uh, and, and it's visible. And, and you know, anyone who dives, anyone who ha- uh, ocean sports, you know, it's it's very very clear what's happening to the oceans. And so, thank you. Oh, yeah, pleasure. Um, very much. Well, thank a, you for drinking it. Yeah. Mm. Well, I have no problem with yeah. that. It's, no it's issue seriously there. fantastic. Yeah. And I'm regardless of all everything, you know, if you like gin or even if you you know, even if you think you don't like gin, I think you I think you'll like this gin. Yeah. It's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would agree. I've had bourbon drinkers um come up to me and go, you know what? I've never ever liked gin. 
but this gin I can sip on. I can just put a ice cube in it and I can look at the botanicals on the front. And I think it's honestly, I think it's because of the almond component that has this kind of creaminess, this, this familiarity to a bourbon drinker. That's got that sweetness, the backbone of the mint in there gives it something that they, they can just sip on. And the, and it's, it's not a punch in the face, like, um, like a, a typical London dry. This is a, a, a botanical forward, very balanced, easy to it's drink. It's not sharp. Yeah. No. It's not sharp. It's round. It, it, uh, I like. I want to describe it as like all the botanicals and everything, all the components of the gin are kind of wrapped up in this round like mouthfeel. Yeah, encapsulated yeah. in a very creamy mouthfeel. Yeah, it's, it's cool. delicious. It's Thank really you. cool. Thank yeah. you. And it makes a mean martini. Oh, oh Heck my yeah, gosh. that's my style. <laughs> I'm down for that. Yeah, I think like I'm just going to throw out a recipe for it. Like if you do a, a simple uh, martini-esque cocktail called it a story of Bianco. This is kind of what I would do with it is just two ounces Greywell gin, one ounce of a Blanco vermouth, a little bit of orange bitters, or like maybe a lime bitters would be cool. Like, or like, you know, something to influence the uh, botanicals of the gin, couple, like couple dashes of that, stir that down real cold and throw it up in a uh, Cooper martini glass with a little orange peel. It'd be bomb. I like your style. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I say you grab a big cube of ice, you put it in a glass, two ounces of gin, and then you drink it. Put it in your yes. mouth. That's my recipe. Cheers to that. Put you it in your are, mouth. You are a girl after my own heart. You know, I, I would recipe. joke about this. I would say, okay, so here's how you make the perfect martini. You pick up the vermouth bottle and you put it back down. And then you open up the Great Whale. Well, you know what? I, I, I say it in joke, but it really works very well with a lot of vermouths. Um, but... You know, we work so hard on getting the botanicals just right to add more botanicals because that's what vermouth is. Right. It's, it's wine with botanicals in it. And, and it does add a wee bit of sweetness in that too. So I, I, I love a good 50-50 with this gin, but I think it's a lot better with five to one ratio. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> my man. <laughs> uh, five to one. That's my style. What was yeah, it? Winston Churchill said that you only need to rub the cap of the vermouth bottle on the glass. That he said? How you like his Churchill? Bikinis? Yeah. He's, a, he's a man of genius. Yeah, he, yeah. Would just, <laughs> he would say that just take the cork of want, the vermouth yeah. bottle and like kind of do it around the glass and that's it. That's but I want, you, I want you to stir the cocktail and look at the bottle. Look away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something around this yeah. <laughs> Okay, Marsh. Do you want you want to do a little game as we go out of this thing? Love to. Okay, we're going to do a little game called Choose Ones. Okay. Okay, how you play <laughs> this game is pretty easy. You just choose one. Okay. I'm going to say two things. And then Matt's going to say two things. And then Adele's going to say two things, too. And then you're just going to answer. Okay, okay. done. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Nacho cheese or cheddar cheese? Cheddar. Old-fashioned or Manhattan? Old-fashioned. Vodka or gin? <laughs> gin. <laughs> Shaken or stirred? Stirred. A ratchet hangover or a two-week mild cold? Oh, shit. Ratchet hangover. A uh, shot of Goldschlager or a shot of hypnotic? Oh, <laughs> man. I'd rather punch myself in the testicles. Yeah. <laughs> Goldschlager. Done. <laughs> All right. We don't like going, we don't like going uh, too political, but here we go. Go camping with Donald Trump or go camping with Harvey Weinstein? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Testicle punch again. I, I, would, I would take one off, actually. <laughs> Probably be the safe bet. I would, I would go with Trump, actually. Just, pu I won't tell you why, but <laughs> it's going to be a hell of a camping trip, dude. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a horror movie. <laughs> oh my gosh, I kind of like that answer. Uh, gluten free or lactose intolerant? 
lactose intolerant. Uh, Beatles or Elvis? Beatles. A needy bar guest or a stinky polite bar guest? Polite. Five Ramos gin fizzes ordered at once or five Bloody Marys ordered separately? Ramos gin fizzes all day long. Nice. And your arms will thank me for it. (laughs) Tone up. Uh, swing, on, <laughs> swing on a star or carry moonbeams home in a jar. Moonbeams, of course. Nice. Elton John or Little John? Elton. Rye or bourbon? Rye. Mezcal or tequila? Mezcal. To be or not to be? Always to be. Who's hotter, Gandalf or Dumbledore? I believe it's Gandalf. Yes. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Cocktail nerd or salty bartender? Uh, salty. Dive bar or $15 cocktail bar? Dive. Shrimp Louis or Louis C.K.? Shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> well shrimp. done. Well done. Nailed it. Let's go get some shrimp, shall we? Yeah, let's go get some shrimp, <laughs> Louis. Get, get that bus of chugging and let's go down to the coast. Uh, yeah, but it's gray whale Actually, and gray- shrimp would be bomb. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. Dude, ah, now we're talking. Oh, let's go to the pier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shut this off and let's go. Let's shut this mic <laughs> off and let's go to the pier, drink some gray whale, and eat some shrimp. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, well, Marsh, uh, I think this comes down to the time where, uh, you know, all the plugs, how people get it, where they get it. How If you're a bar and you want it because you do, where do you go get Dude, it? Dude, this would be really good with oysters. Sorry. I just, you just, <laughs> you just nailed it. You <laughs> absolutely, you know what? I took it to, um, to Nobu on, um, on PCH and, uh, I, I poured it for the chef and the chef just started speaking Japanese and, and getting very excited. And he, and I heard the word kombu, kombu several times oh, and they went and got amazing. 48 oysters and they started shucking them. And I'm not kidding. They, they turned the bottle upside down with the cork off and poured it <gasps> over all of the oysters. Yes! And, we started. Was it amazing? Them. It was incredible. So now I do that every time. I order at least a uh, a shot of gray whale. I will pour it directly over the oysters. Oh and what a cool way! Incredible. Yeah, doing I was going to say the pier, and I'm like, yeah, oysters. I'm like, oh, dude, this would be really fucking good with oysters because it's kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an awesome story. Yeah, like, I've never thought. Of, I mean, because you think of shooters and stuff, but right, but yeah, that is it's like a compliment instead of oh, a yeah. mix. Oh, it works so well. The, 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 the briny um, kombu element really comes through in an oyster. It is phenomenal. <sighs> I but, love chefs. But how do you get it? Um, you get it by – you can go to our website at uh, .com. Uh, you You'll see the wholesale link right there. But we're, we're distributed – predominantly with Southern. Um, we're in only two states as of right now, which is January 2020. We're in Connecticut and California. We wanted to see if we had East Coast legs, and apparently we do. So now we're going all over the country. Uh, but if you do want it in your state, hit us up on Instagram if that's easier for you, uh, at Grey Whale Gin. And uh, enjoy. Yep, you Yay. get yourself a little VW bus and start putting, putting across the country. <laughs> yeah. Just follow the trail. Follow the migration. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, um, for sure. Like, hit him up. Uh, Marsh is awesome. He, he's, he, him and his wife team are just, like, killing it. And Thank it's, you. I, I'm really excited to talk about it. And it, it's very near and dear to my heart being from California. And I, I recognize that. And I think it's really cool what you guys are doing. Thank you. Thank um, you very, very much. Thanks for having me on the show. Oh, oh my gosh. Thanks for being Thank on. Thank you. Are you kidding me? <laughs> um, yeah, now we, let's have a cocktail, huh? Yeah. I'm down. yeah. Let's do it. I am super down. Getting um, weird today. Yeah, and then... uh. 
just quickly, thank you to Adele. Thank you, Matt, for uh, helping out with the podcast. And you guys are the best. Thank you, Adele, for making us our martinis. Oh, you mean ice and gin? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're welcome. It took a lot of crafting, you guys. It doesn't. I Technique. mean, that, that's the thing. You don't need it. It's, exactly. It's good. Yeah. It's the best way to uh, explore this gin. Um, and also really nice spirits. So for sure, make sure you uh, hit, hit Marsh up on Graywell Instagram. It, you have a website, yeah? Did you yeah, yeah, we do. At graywellgin.com. Dot com. Okay, cool. Gray with an A. Awesome. And Matt? Uh, so if you have an amazing story that you want us to tell or be a possible guest on TalkTales, go to our website at www.talktalesthepodcast.com. And on our homepage, you can uh, submit your own stories via email at talktalesthepodcast at gmail.com. That's right. And if you like our show, do us a solid. Subscribe and leave us a review. This is a DIY project and all the love we get helps us grow. And if that love comes in the form of a charitable donation, you can share that love on our Patreon page, which you can find the link on our website, talktalesthepodcast.com, as well as patreon.com backslash talktalesthepodcast. I also want to thank our good friend Josh for composing our theme song. And thank you so much to my brother-in-law, Grayson, for creating our amazing badass logo. And uh, while all of us on TalkTales are above the legal drinking age and enjoy serving and drinking alcohol, we do so responsibly and ask that you do the same. Please do not consume alcohol and drive. Never, ever, ever. Ever. Take a ride share. Yeah. Share the ride. Share the love. Talk about gin. Take a piggyback. (laughs) Do something. <laughs> Do something. <laughs> Do something. Just don't drive. Yeah. Um, Adele, you got anything? Uh, anything no. coming up? Uh, no. Oh, and uh, real quick plug for me. I'm starting to teach uh, bartending classes and cocktail classes over at Bar Franca every Monday. So go on uh, talktalesthepodcast.com backslash classes and you can sign up. Yeah. I'll get a little more into detail about that in a later episode. But yeah. And that's in Los Angeles, right? LA. DTLA, LA. baby. Yep. Hotspot. I, I knew that, by the way. Just, <laughs> just for your listeners. Thank, thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Sometimes I forget person. we're not in our little podcast bubble here. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's downtown Los Angeles uh, every Monday, two, two time frames. It's two o'clock to four o'clock and seven o'clock to nine o'clock. Um, and, at, you know, as this thing's getting going, I'll have some more stories about it. So I'll be more than happy to share. <laughs> I like it. All right. Well, thank you, Marsh. You're the best. Yeah, thank planet. you so much. I'm so Cheers. excited. Thank you for sharing. Cheers. Cheers. To the whales. To the whales. To the whales. To our oceans. To our mouths. Talk tail. Talk tail. Talk tail. Talk tail. Talk tail.